Hey, stupid nerds, the download the uh, Boogie Monster with, with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. So you can find out uh, what happened to Frankenstein and the Wolfman, all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or important things. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. Oh, uh, baby. Um, uh, how are you, buddy? Is it? I'm good. Is it bad that our audio quality has improved uh, now that we're not even in the same room? That seems odd. Well, we streamlined it, you know. We're, now we're just uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> just mano a mano. Man to man, not man with man. Uh, well, you know, like how the Bible, oh, okay. how the Bible doesn't like. I thought you were making a uh, audiophile uh, wordplay joke there. Mon- how mono? Mono. Mo- uh, mono. Man, you know maybe I should do some of these streaming shows to keep my chops up because, uh, <laughs> man, no need to be funny, and uh, the stuff yeah. that I am finding funny, real dumb. So, <laughs> how have you done uh, some streaming stand-up shows? I did like a couple weeks ago, but now. Now it's out of the woodwork. People are like, you want to do this? You want to do that? Like, no, I, I truly. I have don't. no interest. I have, is that does that make me a bad comic that I have zero interest in doing that? <laughs> no. Have you seen the people doing them? Those are bad comics. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. I, I just see. I still got it. It's a zinger that f- went back around uh, Inception style. There uh, you go. I'll tell you what, though. I put I I put some jokes on. Uh, Twitter today, and I don't know if it's everybody being at home thinking, like, I man, Twitter's fun to be like, hey, there's a funny, just a one-liner joke that wouldn't fit in my set, but then people, mm-hmm. uh, they like to tag the jokes, and they uh, they should be ashamed of themselves. That's they should annoying. Be down- it's like, I got, I got it. Oh, downright. Ash- I want to I wanna personally call out some of these horrible tags that I got today. Like, don't. It's like... That- it's like it's like Dave, you're cooking your famous chili, and then somebody's mm-hmm. just behind you going, "What about green skittles in it?" You're like, "How about you just fuck <laughs> off? How about you fuck all the way off and just eat the chili, you dumb piece of shit?" <laughs> all right, here's a Dave. Here's a great joke I put on Twitter. Uh, let me let me do that okay. more like Anthony Jeselnik. Dave, you know how I yeah. like great jokes. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. All right. Yeah. Okay. This is the joke I put up today. Thank you. I said, you've got a friend in me, but it's sung by a woman telling her husband she's been banging his pal. That's already right there. That's great. Oh, that is good. The song, you've got a friend friend in me, but it's how a woman Mm -hmm. breaks it to her husband that she's cheating on him. You've got a friend in me. She's banging his friend. The j- that's that's I like it. that joke. You already got your money's worth on that. <laughs> and then I th- and then that is good. I threw in the I threw in the undercoating for free. Watch this. And then same. You didn't even have to read another tweet. Same same tweet. I said you got a okay. friend in me, but sung by a woman telling her husband she's been banging his pal. She found a Randy Newman, if you will. A new man. Yeah, Randy Newman, who sings a song, mm-hmm. but Randy Newman. This yeah, is a new man who's also is, very Randy. I am, I Dude. just gave you your groceries for free. I just 
mm-hmm. let you. I just let you get double coupons on comedy. That's with pretty this good joke. I you're, thank that, you for recognizing. That's why you're Calcanane. Exactly. Yeah, that's good stuff. The goddamn mask. I even capitalized. I spelled Randy Newman correctly, but I capitalized the, the M for man in Newman just just so people would be clear I really spoon fed it to these dipshits and then still and then still Dave listen to this listen to this yeah some other fucking guy some guy wants to just do puns he just goes starring cunt Eastwood get the fuck out of here what does that even mean and then another guy goes he goes I've got your friend in me he changed the title of the song, even though the title is what the joke hinged around already. Stay the fuck away from comedy. That's what I say to all of you. Stay away from comedy. Don't you dare fucking touch it. My tweets are museum pieces. Down. You stay three feet away. Don't you don't know flash photography and stay away from my excellent jokes. <laughs> That, and then some other guy goes, there, oh, Randy Johnson, if you will. No, a Randy new man. She found a new man who's Randy. That's who you cheat with is a Randy new man who's the name of already of the guy who sings the song. I hate the if you will. No, I will not. Fuck off. I, well, I added that in mind. That's why he was doing that. Oh, okay. But no, when someone's doing that too, I, I get a lot of that, and I get a lot of um, you know, I'll do something, I'll, I'll make a joke, just you know, similar to what you're going through there, mm-hmm. and someone will tag it with "You mean blankety blankety blank," and I'm like, "No, I did not mean that. If I meant that, I'd have said that. I, just, I mean my joke. I know. That's I just what had I mean. my own joke told back to me, but worse. Here's, I'll tag Ugh. it again. You know what this is? You know, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll title this tweet. You know what I'll call it? Toy Story mm-hmm. Four play. Hmm. Fucking go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, God. Go suck my whole joke. asshole, you jerks. <laughs> Here's one that got me real good yesterday, and I had forgotten about this. I didn't write this. I was watching Raising Arizona, one of my favorite movies. All right, already. And, uh, Give it to me. For some reason, I forgot about this joke when his boss is over. And he goes, hey, did you hear the one about the guy of the, from the Polish persuasion? He walks, into a, he walks into a bar holding a big old pile of dog shit and says, hey, look what I almost stepped in. <laughs> How many Polish oh, people take the screw light bulb? I don't know, but they're so dang stupid. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> you best watch yourself, Mordecai. Oh Raising Arizona, I think, is my favorite movie of all time. It's so goddamn funny. I think it's a perfect so movie. So funny. Son, you got a panty on your head. <laughs> oh, I love that movie so much. It's uh Oh, what else is going on, buddy? Are you are you I can I can tell that you and I are doing uh similar activities today. Did you dip it into the booze? I got you know what I found out that this tumbler I got around the house here. Mm-hmm. And I got it from doing a benefit show. I was using it for coffee like a real sucker. Mm-hmm. I was using it for hot drinks. Turns out you put <laughs> ice in it with a cocktail, that shit's cold. You'll die before this Ooh, ice yeah. melts. I never thought of that. And it's That's a, big, a great idea. And it's a yeah. big drink. It's a big drink. So I just have it for a while. Keeps the hot side hot and the cold side cold. <laughs> oh, a, Mc, a Mc, McDLT? McDLT, baby. What, is when the, they what was deconstructed the, what the, D, the burger? What did the D stand for? And avoid the easiest thing you can say. I, right I, I, think, it, I think the D was the McDonald. 
It was the McDonald's lettuce tomato. What the fuck would a McDonald's lettuce and tomatoes? If you got that, you would fight the manager mm-hmm. at McDonald's. <laughs> Do you remember the packaging, though? It came yeah, deconstructed. the hot side was or, hot, and the cold side was yeah. cold, and everything was styrofoam. I thought that was pretty cool. And the world yeah. was fine. <laughs> we, filled our, we filled our giant gas tanks up with gas that was 58 cents a gallon. We ate out of styrofoam mm-hmm. that we microwaved freely. We peeled the melted styrofoam off of our reheated McDLTs. Mm-hmm. There's better times back I like back that. when. Yeah. What was it? They just I'm trying to think. Then they just what did they do? Just they just disassembled the burger and was like, "Fuck it, you do it." Yeah, they yeah they put the one bun and the patty on that one on the hot side, and they put the other bun with the tomato and the lettuce on but, the other side. But that was it. You go ahead and shuffle this That's yourself. It. Exactly. Go ahead and blackjack deal this to your stomach. Yeah. Some assembly required. What the fuck? Fast food and then here you put it together. Eat my butt. You imagine you imagine Taco Bell doing the same thing? Yes, do it yourself, Burrito Supreme. There's nine contain- containers of fucking spicy jizz. <laughs> And a, and a paper towel that we're calling a tortilla. Go do that in your car, oh, you God. pothead. See how that turns out. You turn your 89 Cressida into a crime scene trying to put that oh. together. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eat my butt. Eat my butt. Oh, God, that's funny. That's uh, life, Dan. I was thinking maybe tonight I could eat your butt. I go eat your butthole. Oh. Oh man! Bendo, what give you me, hey, with hey, your hey, you know what? Week? Give me your hot side hot and your cold side cold. <laughs> you know, I'll that put it mean, together. Means face down, ass up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got a real, you got a real I'll mean mug. The, put that in the pillow. I'll give you the McDIC. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What is happening? <laughs> give me your patty side. <laughs> what are you doing, man? What's, what's Sitting in my on? garage, drinking booze out of a coffee <laughs> mug. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> fucking quarantine. Dude. Dude. Dude, we had to record an hour later because you got balls deep into Ozark season three. How's that treat? You? Yeah, I was, I was thumbing it into Ozark. I was watching my Ozark. How good is that? I, I, you know what? I love a bingeable show, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Something like, and, I, uh, and we're all guilt, like it's guilt free, no calories mm-hmm. on on bingeable TV right now. Other than the fact that I went up to go pee and my knees hurt real bad because I haven't moved in mm. forty eight hours. Well, I have some guilt involved in it because I broke a uh, a couple's rule. Uh, Katie and I were I watching you were gonna it say together. You broke a couple chairs. <laughs> I broke a couple chairs. You sat through so many episodes of Ozark and kept getting fatter that you broke two chairs. That's where I went by. And you're not that fat, but the fat joke happened in my head. I told you what I wrote on Twitter. I'm on fire today. All right. (laughs) It's like that hole in Willie Nelson's guitar because he played it so long he wore a hole into it. That's what I did with chairs. So you what did Dude, you- I was uh, Katie Katie and I were watching it together this week and uh man, she's been doing this thing. I don't know. We we we're going in opposite directions uh as far as our sleep schedules. She, she's been going to bed at like 8:30 p.m. every night. 
just like, hey, what the hell? I'm going to go sleep for 12 hours, which I get, you know, hey, yeah. do your thing. But but I can't, you know, now I got Ozark Blue Balls over here, you know, been watching three or four episodes straight. And now she goes to bed at 830. What am I supposed to do? So I I, I broke oh. the, the rule and I, I just I I pursued on. I, I just I you carried on. Ahead. Man. You jumped ahead. Yeah. And now it's, it's, it's caused a little stress in the relationship. But we're we're trying to the, fix that. But, but see, the okay. way the way I see it, there's enough little detail. I, like I'm dumb because I, I, I'm guilty of looking at my phone while I watch TV. So I'm not even watching whole thing i'm like what am i doing why am i watching this show that i proclaim to enjoy if i gotta Mm -hmm. watch uh i gotta look at the reddit justice served reddit subreddit like oh i want to make sure that this uh guy in indonesia who tried to rob a liquor store uh gets hit with a fluorescent light bulb (laughs) somebody pulled out of the trash well watch the show that somebody spent millions of dollars making yeah, you got to put your phone away when you're, I, doing, when I, you're watching a good well, show or a movie. And I'm the hypocrite, too, because we'll have a movie night, and I tell Rachel, I'm like, put your phone down. We are not being distracted. We're mm-hmm. watching a movie. But then 4 a.m., and I got three windows open on my phone, and I'm trying to watch Ozark. So who am I? You know, we're no, <laughs> we're no better. But that's why my, I'm only punishing myself. Do you like it? Are you enjoying it? Dude. No. Oh, dude, I'm loving it. Are I, you well, on I season three? Yes, I finished it the other night. Now I'm re-watching season three with her. I'm going back, and wherever she picked up at, I'm, I'm just re-watching it. Um, dude, I had a revelation the other day watching it. I, I told We've talked about in the past no spoilers, how that shot. No spoilers. I'm just on, I'm on episode no, seven. No, 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 no spoilers. No spoilers. But we talked about, uh, when, we, when I was watching season one, like a year ago, uh, how it's filmed in my hometown. That lake, a lot of those lake scenes, oh, uh, some of them are lake right. Yeah, some of them are Lake Lanier, uh, which is kind of uh, northeast of Atlanta, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are in Lake Altoona, Alatuna in uh, in Cherokee County, uh, in, near right in between Canton and Woodstock, where I grew up. So I knew that going in. I, I've known that for a few seasons, but in season three, now I could be crazy. I know they shot a lot of that in Canton, Georgia, and that's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually I, I went to high school in Canton, but I lived about ten miles north in Wallace. Is there Georgia. is there a time and, leap of you in high school in the background of one of the scenes of Ozark? <laughs> <laughs> no, but the little bitty road I lived on in Wallace, Georgia, this little bitty back road. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a subdivision; it was just this weird little country road that had like ten or twelve houses yeah. and like tracks of land. And like three, four, five acre lots of land, but this the, the actual little back road that I lived on. I'm about ninety percent sure uh, they filmed a lot of the driving scenes. Whenever uh, I don't know where you're at in the season, but you've probably seen where Ruth, uh, who I love by the way, Ruth's character, the curly headed blonde yeah, yeah. girl. Oh, so funny! I don't know shit about fuck. Uh, <laughs> she's so damn funny. But whenever she's meeting the the Kansas City mob guys to do the the weekly delivery yeah, and pick yeah, up yeah. of the money, those scenes, I'm almost convinced that's my little street that I lived on. This okay, weird little n- no name back road because uh, it just and, and of course there's a lot of roads that look like that. They're pretty nondescript. There's not really any. Yeah, I was going to uh, say it's a hell of an eye. <laughs> but it does. It just the way the road bends and just just 
the 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 lay of the land. I'm I would I'd be willing to bet money that that's my little bit. If anybody lives in Cherokee County or in Waleska, it's Arrow Trail. I don't live there anymore, so what what the hell do I care? But uh, Arrow Trail, not I'll give you a landmark, not far from another lake, kind of right across the street from uh, Lake Arrowhead. So anyway, oh, I don't where know. all that delicious water's from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a different. No, that's that's. I guess that's a lake arrowhead here in California. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah. Just apropos of nothing. It's just I don't know. It's so neat to like. I'm still a little kid. Like, look, I know what that is. No, when look, you see that's where I, I used to I, live. We've talked about it here. Even just being in L.A. and seeing <clears throat> seeing mm-hmm. stuff from uh, from movies. I mean, I, I you know, I yeah. They didn't. There was nothing in Addison where I'm from, but they filmed Lucas. Which there's your, I mean, we go down that, mm-hmm. what we talked about, but they filmed that a couple towns over at that high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hughes was obviously, I mean, Chicago, but not, not the, not, not old Addison, Illinois didn't get much. Hmm. Anyway, cool story, Kyle. Thanks for sharing it with <laughs> my hometown. <laughs> no, nothing. I'm Being li- out I, here, you know, in LA, it's, you're used to it, but it's weird to see just the little town that yeah, you grew up in I'm, now. Well, if you want to know how how un- uh, irrelevant Addison, Illinois is, I'm listed as one of the notable personalities from that town on the Wikipedia nice. page. That's awesome. It's not that is nice. I like that. Me and, and me and <laughs> you're I notable. Think, I'll go to it. And Leon Spinks in his downfall <laughs> live there. I guess. Nice. I guess maybe Leon when he was Spinks running from the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> oh man small world who's from your, are you by your computer i am who's notable from your town go to your wikipedia page who's notable from your hometown let me see i know uh, a dude that was on that show lost went to my high school oh yeah um josh holloway does that sound right oh he was the hunk he was the main guy yeah that was one of yeah, the shows he went to my high school that was one of the shows i was going to start to watch Mm-hmm. Like lost because I haven't seen. Who is that? Let's we got here. Uh, there's a guy that was in the San Francisco 49ers and the St. Louis Rams. Mark Anelli. Okay. Okay. Tim Breslin was a hockey player for the Chicago Wolves. I tell you my history with. I told you I went to a Wolves game for a Valentine's Day date. No. Valentine's Day, I went to an amateur, what do they call What do they call the next league lower than pro hockey? Double A? I have no idea. I don't know, I don't anyway, know anything about hockey. Amateur hockey, went to a, went to a double date Valentine's Day. And the guy, the couple we were with, the guy proposed at the hockey game. But not at halftime, mm-hmm. at the end. When everybody was just leaving okay. drunk. Like took a knee, and I think they lost too. I think the team, but took a knee, and it was like, "Will you marry me?" And everybody's just drunk, like, "Fuck that, bro!" Like, <laughs> like yelling at the guy. It was bad. It was bad timing. Oh man. Uh, Canton, Georgia, notable people. Um, like I said, yeah, Josh Holloway, uh, he played uh, Sawyer on Lost. Um, mm-hmm. Atlanta Brave star Nick Marcakis, he's from there. I knew that already. Who's that? Uh, what pro guy football was that? Hall of Famer. Uh, it's a guy named Nick Marcakis. He plays for the Braves now. 
Uh, but he he played at my rival high school. All right. Um, he was he's he's about five years younger than me. Oh, get this! Uh, whoever Sonny Landham is, film actor and stuntman, he portrayed tracker Billy Soul in the film Predator. I don't remember which character was Wait Billy Soul. Wait a minute. A sunny land, and let's look him up. Let's do it. Let's, Dave. We're gonna okay. go. Yeah. Let me. All right. Let me. Let me check on this here. My sunny eyes are random. shit from looking at my phone all day. I don't remember. <clears throat> I'm looking at his picture. I don't remember. Oh, he was the he was the Native oh, no, American fella. Yes, he was yes. badass. Okay. He was a I'm badass looking at a, dude. I'm looking at yeah. a current day picture, so I didn't recognize him. But no. now I'm like, yeah, you take 30 years off that dude. That's that badass from Predator. Okay. Yeah, he was the real. He was the guy who wasn't scared of nothing. Mm-hmm. God, what a great movie. We got the bass player for the Plain White Tees, Mike Rotundo. I had played, I'd played shows with that guy. Oh, yeah? I'd play rock and roll stuff. The Hulls from Hockey. Oh, okay. Bobby Hull. Bobby and, Hull and, and Brett Hull went to school with uh, someone from that family uh, who was like, I don't want to be me. Like, it was the first, like, like, we went to high school. When did you graduate? 95? 95. Do you ever, 25 years ago. Fuck, Do you believe that? Right, right. 25. My reunion, if there is one, would be coming up in a few months. 25 years. I am so old. Do you ever go back like this? Because uh, uh, Do you ever go back and like, look at, like, I'll look at some Facebook, like, of some people, like, I wonder where they went. And, like, I was just talking with my buddy Joe the other day about this, how we were little. We are like, real tiny guys. I'm a tiny guy now. But... We were smart asses, so we were still mm-hmm. jerks. We we were still bullies with our words, and we got away <laughs> with it because we were so small. Nobody would kick our ass because we we like we were like fish that you would throw back. Like nobody would want to, <laughs> nobody would want to beat us up. So we were total dicks. And I look oh, back like, funny. oh, I look back at like some like I'm like, oh, oh, I was a loser in high school. Like, no, I had fun in high school, <laughs> but I was an asshole. And I look back to see how some people turned out, and one of the members of the Hull family, who was like, was in nineteen in the early nineties, nobody was openly gay in my high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there were some people like when you thought like, oh, that maybe that guy. And then there's some people like, oh, that's a gay dude, and mm. they're like doing everything. Just until they can graduate and go to college, just, like, fucking keep it together. Just hanging on, yeah. Just like, yeah, what are you going to fucking do about it? Could not wait to leave. And that was one of the whole families. <laughs> and then I think I've looked him up online. It seems like, like, oh, this guy's just, like, out living his best life. And it's like, oh, shit, man, I can't Good. imagine what it was like to be in the 90s. When we were shooting Those Who Can't, uh, the pilot uh-huh. they shot at a high school, and I'll, and I'll operating high school in Denver. So school was still going okay. on when we were shooting in classrooms and stuff. But then the billboards in the hallway would be like, oh, the LGBT uh, club meets Thursdays. And this, I'm like, holy shit. The, That's awesome. The, the idea of just being mm-hmm. out in high school. Yeah. I can't. I'm like, we had a gay dude in elementary school. Like really? he he didn't say hey I'm gay but it was it was you know so obvious but he was in fifth or sixth grade and I'm not making this up 
how unfortunate of a name. I won't say his first name, just I don't know what the laws are about all that. Yeah, the, but, yeah uh, his last, name last was, names are the ones that are anonymous. <laughs> What are you doing? His last name was his last name was Gurley G U R L E Y, but uh, how ironic that this super effeminate little fella, his name was Gurley, and uh, you know <laughs> I, I don't want to give it away I, by I mean, giving his first name, but his yeah, last yeah, name yeah. was Gurley and he was I'll, gay, and I'll spell it for you. <laughs> but like, and everybody was nice to him, but it was I th- nobody really. I mean, this was the late eighties. So we didn't really understand what gay was. We just knew that, oh, that old fella there is 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 very feminine. Well, shit, man. And he, I mean, I don't know if he would have said, "Hey, I'm gay," but he was like, he was the ten year old version of a flamboyantly gay dude. Well, like he was very flamboyant and very fem- But everybody, like, I mean, I'm sure he got stories that he could tell. But from my perspective, I don't remember anybody mistreating him or being a dick to him. It was just like, yeah, he's 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 girly. Well, yeah, yeah, you never know. Yeah, the the idea of what you think they were treated like is different than how they were treated. I don't remember anybody like openly picking on. I'm sure they did, but uh, you know, we were just like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that he's special. The two, yeah, (laughs) it was almost like. Well, it's like you. And I'm not being derogatory, but it was almost like, and I know this is going to be taken out of context and sound awful, but like it was almost it was the same way that if you had like a special like a mentally challenged student, something is different. They're not they're not normal. As as, exactly, we don't know exactly what's going on, but let's just yeah, leave it alone. We have a very narrow definition of what is normal, and anything outside Mm -hmm. of that. That we were going to get some sort of label, and looking back, like the flamboyant, the dudes that I knew, the one dude was like early computer genius, really. And he, yeah, we were like in the public library, and he's like, "Watch this," and he's on the computer, and he just types in a few things, and all of a sudden he's got the payroll up for the people at the oh, library geez. and the school system, <laughs> like knew how to hack computers early, but they were also like. Like where, like when you first understood what real cutting sarcasm was, it came from the two, mm-hmm. like the suit, like the the dudes who like were like, oh yeah, those were like the gay guys in class, but they were real funny mm-hmm. because they'd already dealt That's with enough sk- shit. Yeah. They dealt with enough the skill shit. They had to learn. Yeah, it wasn't like, look at me, I'm loud and funny. It was like, I got a comment. It's for the four people around me. And if you didn't hear it, tough shit. And they, I learned the mm-hmm. art of subtlety from the flamboyantly gay <laughs> fellas in my high school. Nice, <laughs> but like, that's yeah. an important art. That you many look, people don't still haven't learned. Yeah, but like going back, like like oh man, like in high school, like how much? I mean, there's still a long way to go with you know trans and everything like that i'm sure of it but shit like to think like yeah no nobody's gonna be tell anybody that you're they're gay we're all just gonna sit here and make fun of the indian kid because that's not real racism we only we only had like two black guys in our school and they were stars everybody loved them but then it all got thrown on the fucking massive indian population that lived in my town fucking high school god damn it what a hellscape! Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know how we got off on that. Probably because I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Let's, dude. Talk- uh, it's so funny that you uh, a few minutes ago just used as an example about my chili. I'm I'm currently making chili. I mean, I know that's not. Yeah, what are the odds? Dave's making chili. 
Really? But uh, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, cooking it up today. Uh, like standard special Dave chili or new I'm, versions? I'm I'm doing a slightly modified version. Uh, Dave's I, remix call Katie chili. F- Katie friendly chili. Katie likes my chili, but it's always too spicy. Dave's so Caribbean uh, Dance Club remix chili. <laughs> Dude, I've been cooking so much this week. I mean, I've just been crushing it. Listen to what I've been making. Dude, have I told you about my beef short ribs? Tell me about your beef short rib, Dave. My beef my beef short ribs <laughs> are the audio so quality damn good. Came through on the ASMR. I tried to deliver by saying Dave's beef short rib. Beef short ribs, dude. So good. Such a uh, overlooked cut of meat. Uh, I'll just give you the quick rundown. You sear that shit in a pan, real high heat. You just sear it in a little bit of oil for two or three minutes. You doing uh, a recipe in the middle of the episode, Dave? Just, oh, yeah, why not? Get it all nice and brown, and then uh, I, I roast off the You can't surprise they wait for the end. You're surprising them right now. Oh, I got another one. I'll give you a real recipe at the end, but I'm just telling you how I do it, man. Sear those short ribs off, uh, roast off some onions and garlic, puree that shit, throw the, throw the puree and the uh, short ribs into a, a Dutch oven, and then you hit it with some red wine and let that shit braise nice, for nice. three or four hours. Oh, my God. So I made that. I made that on, like, Wednesday. And then I uh, I had some extra, not leftover, but but short ribs I did not use. So the next day, That's what I made, and I'll give, the, no, no, but like. Oh, I no, cook, I get what you're saying. I, I understand. Had, understand. Yeah, like I had like two pounds, and I only cooked a pound for that entree. So I had some uncooked leftovers. So the next day, and I'll give you this recipe at the end of the episode, but I made my, uh, my homemade marinara. But I threw in some beef ribs. So I guess it's more like a beef short rib ragu. Oh, like a bolognese. Oh, it was so good. And then the next day, like, it's weird how I recycled, like, three steps. So, like, Tuesday I have beef short ribs. Wednesday I have beef short rib ragu. And I and I make you know the marinara and the pasta, and then Thursday I had some leftover marinara and pasta, and I made a baked pasta dish, which was friggin' amazing. Baked pasta. So I oh I been, and today I'm making chili. I've just been crushing it, dude. I've been cooking. You're so doing much. it, man. Don't have a heart attack. I'm having a blast. Be care- I'm not <laughs> exactly. even. I'm right, not right, even right kidding. When I said that, I just. <clears throat> No, I, I know I'm incriminating myself with my unhealthy lifestyle. But no, it's not. It's because I, people are moving. Control. If you're not doing movement, but then people mm-hmm. like they're stress eating or they're like, like I'm not even joking. I, I'm, I'm telling myself this as well. Like, ah, just have a drink. I got nothing else to do. I'll just get, let, you know, I, I'm forced to stay inside. So everybody has an excuse to behave how they want right now. And for the most part, a very justifiable excuse, which is a dangerous thing. I can't go to yeah. work. I got to watch my money. I got I got like, okay, I'll just mm-hmm. eat these cheap things. Not, not in your case, but like for me, like, oh, I guess I'll just eat macaroni and cheese and throw a lot of hot yeah. dogs and shit in it or whatever comfort food because of what's going on. I'm going to drink more. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter if I'm hungover. Shit, I'm going to smoke more weed or whatever. <laughs> so just watch yourself, man. Get Push that blood through your body. Push your blood. I, yeah, I've been trying to do. I've been trying to do the kettlebells. I'm well, not trying. I've been doing them, but I, I'm not gonna get a little cardio. Say that a, I've been doing them I get every a jump day. rope. Uh, the other day, though, I've got that. Uh, I finally got around to getting the uh, whatever the tracker, the pedometer that tracks your steps on your phone. Yeah, 
And uh, the other day, <laughs> the other day I had less than a hundred steps. That's oh, hard to do, dude. I haven't done That's shit. That's hard to today. do. I, double digits. I walked up the stairs to get to the garage, and I'm out of breath. Mm-hmm. I get, I get it. Yeah. Man. I, it's, I, it's so weird. We went. I did some jump rope on Saturday, and then we did a little run. Locked up my whole Achilles tendon for the next day. It's uh, got to do something to get that heart going, though. It's it's fine if the if yeah. the if the mechanics are fucked up because of it. Like, okay, I got to stretch. I get that, but it's mm-hmm. the internals, you know. It's the cardio. It's the engine. Does the name Rocco yeah. Sisto mean anything to you? He's from Addison. Played a young junior soprano on the show. Oh, the Sopranos. I'm really? still on this page, by the way. I'm sorry. The young meaning like a like a fifty or forty year old it, when they did the flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's his big. Deal. Okay, Leon Spinks retired. Yeah, he resided know, in Addison after his retirement. Man, you fucked up your retirement if you retire and you go to Addison. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, well, he's you a boxer. Fuck, you blew a lot, a lot of, of those cash. boxers from the eighties. Yeah, threw, you blew a lot of cash away. if you retired to Addison. Lena Trevini. His brother lasted. Uh, his brother Michael Spinks lasted ninety-one seconds against Mike Tyson. Oh God! What did he get? Uh, yeah. That hundred grand that was for every second, though. <laughs> that was a pay-per-view that my dad bought me in high school, and I had a bunch of friends over, and we we're all we got pizza, and we had a big thing, and we're all excited. We're gonna Pizza's watch the pay-per-view. <laughs> Mike Tyson, ninety-one seconds. Boom, fight's over. I, I told Ra- Rachel was making chicken today. I'm like, oh, I'm a meat cuck. That's what I am. <laughs> Because I still like it. I'm still like, that smells good. She's like, you want some? I'm like, I, I'm not going to have it. You just sit in the corner and watch her eat it? I'm a meat cuck. That's who I am. I've learned it. I made three. I made a international oh, hot dogs uh, yesterday. I made three of them. Okay. Explain that. Well, one was Mexican because I put salsa on it, and the other two were just Chicago style. <laughs> but it was, you know. Which kind of encompasses Chicago has a strong Latin American community too. So I put, I drizzled some enchilada sauce and some salsa and some shredded cheese on that one. And then I had another one nice. that was traditional with tomato wedges and chopped onion and relish and mustard. And then I had another one okay. with jardinier and spicy brown mustard just to see what that would be like. And then nice. I ate three hot dogs and, it- and I felt a little sick. And now, what dogs are you eating now? You got like some, some sort of, is there a certain brand you like? Uh, whatever tofu. Now we're just ordering groceries. So whatever tofu ones. Dogs aren't bad. You know what? Uh, Dave, I'll put this to you, though. Uh-huh. The impossible meat. Did we talk about this? That you could buy from the store? Ground yes, up. I'm seeing a lot of that. The ground up kind. So it's like ground beef and you mm-hmm. can just make it in a pan. I would. Pretty uh, good. I would. Uh, it's not better for you, so it doesn't matter health-wise. But for me... Why is it not better for you? It's just as greasy and shitty for you. But it's not animal fat. No, but it's still not good for you. But I ate that. I made burritos with that, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I almost had to nice. check it. I almost had to be like, really? I think maybe the... I think maybe that's the... Cons- well, I don't know. Let's come up with a conspiracy. Let's go. Let's get to it. Let's be a boogie monster. Uh-huh. Let's be a boogie monster here. Lin- Lena Trevidi involved with the creation of Beanie Babies. She was raised in Addison. <laughs> 
I don't even know. You can't even say Kofa involved with the creation of Beanie Babies. What kind yeah, what of fucking racket is that? <laughs> what kind of fucking side hustle? Money laundering. Maybe I was I've been watching to the creation. Yeah, I've been watching too much Ozarks. Like, actually, she just laundered the money from the Beanie Babies that were stuffed with crack. That were <laughs> anyway. So speaking of Ozark again, um, <laughs> the brother. <laughs> That brother, he he's annoying. I, I'm not a fan. There's something about that guy I don't like. I'm in the midst of the, I, I feel like, uh, all right, spoilers. Should we say spoilers? Spoilers to anybody who's watching Oga, Ozark sure. Season 3 right now. Uh-huh. Dip out for a minute. Okay. Uh, okay, I think they're out for a minute. Uh-huh. I think the mental illness angle is a bit of a, like, a Band-Aid on some, on some story holes they may have had. What episode are you on? Seven. I'm almost done with the whole thing. Okay. I'm on the one. They, yeah. Uh, I, I, they just, they're having like the fundraiser, and he came in and made a scene. Yeah. And he's off his meds. Yeah. I feel like it, it's okay. like, a, it's like a, it seemed like a somewhat easy way to like stir some shit. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, this, guy, this guy's off his meds. You know, it's the same way. Like, ah, oh, how are we going to justify why we're having. Such good deals on these TVs. Ah, because Crazy Eddie's off his meds. <laughs> and then just let it fly. Like, oh, well, that's why. Now we don't have to. It's not, it's not some weird tax evasion thing. We got to get these uh, flat screens out the door before the IRS gets here. It's, hey, Crazy Eddie's uh, forgot, his, forgot his even Steven pills, as a, as a friend used to call him. <laughs> He fell down and conked his head. <laughs> oh, what's uh-huh. going to happen? I want everybody to have a brand new DVR. <laughs> anyway, uh, so oh, so you've been you've been watching anything else other than Ozark? I'm I'm running out of stuff to watch. I, I'm, How can you I'm run out of stuff to, to watch, Dave? Because I'm very discerning. I, I there's a lot of shit I don't like. I've been watching Dis- a ton of history documentaries. Discernation. I fell asleep. What's what's the verb for I, discerning? I, I don't know. I fell asleep to a Pol Pot documentary the other night, so that tells you where I'm at. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Discernation? I was a bit of a dick. Bit of, was bit an of asshole, a bit of Pol Pot. Discernation. I'm trying to find the verb for discerning. There's I think t- I'm just going to fuck it and watch Sopranos for the 10th time. Dave, don't do this. I love it. I watch it about once a year. I love it so Discernation. much. Discernation. Anyway. Now's not the time for dissertation. That's where I was going, Dave. You gotta just you gotta jump in with both feet. There's nothing. There's no like, oh, this is my time home off the road. I gotta make the most of it. Uh-huh. That's gone, dude. You get to like take a chance. What watch. should I watch? Uh, I started watching The Wire, <clears throat> but then I put that on pause for New Ozark. Like uh-huh. I was telling you, I, I was like, maybe I'll watch Lost. I never watched Lost. I never watched. I watched two seasons. I never watched uh, the the uh, Walking Dead. People says it gets shitty after a while. Fine, maybe I'll watch it until mm-hmm. it gets shitty. I tried Mad Men a few months ago. That got, didn't take. I got to like season five, maybe, mm-hmm. and then it just got like, oh, these sad, handsome dudes just uh, drown their yeah. sorrows in pussy, and then oh, it didn't fix anything. <laughs> what am I gonna do? I don't know. Fucking cram it up your butts. I like. I couldn't care about them anymore. I just. I like. I just had. I just didn't care. I just didn't care about the care. Ah, uh, 
My life's complicated. Yeah, I get it. <clears throat> we watched. There are uh, a lot of unlikable characters on that show. Did uh, did we talk about uh, uncut gems last week? We did. Yeah, all right, all right, yeah. Sorry, you saw sorry. that. I watched a lot yeah. of Pixar. Wow. You know what? I, hey, you know what's a good uh, revisit? Who framed Roger what's Rabbit? That? Ooh, and oh, and oh, that one, that one, uh, that one confused young Dave quite a bit because it's a it's a movie for adult. It's a well, you mean sexually? Yeah, uh, Roger Rabbit. He's like, a, he's wait, a hot piece of ass. It, well, I was like, you know, it's funny, I, but that so was my, I just I didn't understand, you know, that I what was going on. I didn't know a cartoon could make me feel that way. Uh, it still does. I watched it the other night. Still does, dude. <laughs> I saw that in the theater with my grandmother. Yeah, they didn't know what they were getting into. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I might have to revisit that one. That one, and as my buddy Vance Sanders informed me, is actually based on the idea of building the 110 freeway here in Los Angeles. What? Roger Rabbit? <clears throat> yeah, because... It's about if you look at where the 110 freeway goes, and they talk about it in the movie like it's going to get people to Pasadena without having to do it. And people are like, well, oh. why would you do that when you have the in the movie? It's the red car. You could take this rail car for a you nickel. Know, the 110's mm-hmm. one of the first freeways ever built in America. That's what the movie's about. That's, that's what, why the on ramps and exit ramps are so short oh, and shitty. No, it's for people that don't understand. It is like mm-hmm. merging onto a NASCAR track. Like mm-hmm. take take yeah. whatever highway you have near your home and imagine that you get a stop sign and then a right turn in about 50 yards of leeway before you have to be up to speed to join the highway because yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, it's crazy. There's no gradual so merge. Scary. And it was made when cars could not accelerate and go as fast as they can now, mm-hmm. which is, again – Watch that movie knowing the historical context because it's about how okay. – here, here, this is a boogie monster topic about how the car companies came in and buried hey. public transportation in Los Angeles and hmm. was like proponents of freeways, make car culture a thing. Los Angeles had uh, had public transportation, had a train system. If you go – it was really? over by where you lived. I think – I don't know which – train line that was but you know where De- uh, rick's drive-in the diner is at fletcher and riverside there Mm-hmm. yeah and you see these big pylons going up the hill though uh-huh. those were the supports for the train tracks that ran along the river no shit and if you go wow. into rick's if you go to rick's and you go inside they have all these pictures all these old black and white pictures of when the train car used to run by there and they had so they had all these different – they had public transportation. They had trains in L.A., and the car companies came in, squashed – like bought up the train companies, squashed them so the automobile industry would flourish, and then they wanted to build a freeway. That's the entire plot of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Christopher Lloyd's wow. character is the guy who owns the company who's buying up the train cars. And then Toontown, they are the Mexicans because that was the Latin community that they wanted to build the freeway through. That they had to like uh, uh, swindle to get the freeway built all through East Los Angeles. It's got historical huh. context. My buddy Vance Sanders pointed it out to me. I appreciate that. And now to watch it with that knowledge, very interesting film. Also, 
one of the first films where Disney and Warner Brother cartoons crossed over. It's one of the first times you'll see Mickey Mouse and uh, 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 the fucking who's the goddamn rabbit? Roger? No, the uh, the Warner Brothers, (laughs) Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny. Okay, they're sharing a scene. And so the first time they had to do it's it's a it's like read the trivia about it. Oh, it's great, Dave. There's a scene where there's a ter- there's a movie term now called tipping the lamp or something. And it's about how oh. there's a scene where Bob Hoskins, who's the real life detective, is interacting with Roger Rabbit. But they keep bumping into a lamp. So the lamp shifts the light and they had to animate every time the light would shift. So you could see Roger Rabbit in a shadow or when the light was showing. There's wow. so many. Okay. De- it's it's a great one. Any Not just to you, Dave. Everybody. Go take a time. There's swear words. There's big jugs. There's you know a lot of adult <laughs> humor in it. <clears throat> it's got something for everybody uh. except children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there. Whenever that came out, what was that, like 88, 89, uh, something like that? I think it was 1988. Yeah, I was sitting there in the theater, me and my brother and my grandmother. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, huh, this cartoon's pretty great. Look at her. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a whole thing. That, cha- that changed a lot of people's attitudes. Like, I brought my kids to this? What's going on? <laughs> I, remember, I went to a movie with my uh. grandmother. My grandmother wanted to take, like, her kids and all the grandkids out to the movie, and everybody had two choices. Like, all right, for the boys, you can well, – it's like, for the girls, we're going to go see Back to the Beach. And for the boys, we're going to see RoboCop. <laughs> so I watched fucking RoboCop with my grandmother. And it was like – Oh, that's amazing. The most violent film to date. <laughs> At that moment. I was like, holy shit. That's hilarious. I saw Back to the Beach on a, on my birthday, when I, whatever year that was. I don't know why that one. I, I, I knew nothing of beach culture or surf culture, but I was like, I want to go see that movie. And uh, my dad uh, took me to Back to the Beach. But that, who, who was in um, that? There were two, like, uh, two old stars, uh, like Frankie, two stars that were Frankie big. Valley and Annette Finicello. Frankie. Watch. Yep. That is a movie I want people to see now. Because it was one of the remember how like they would re, they were remaking Brady Bunch or something and it was all it was actually real mm-hmm. funny. Like they remade yeah. Twenty One Jump Street. Twenty One Jump Street's a really hilarious movie, and everybody thought it was going to be like a dumb. Oh, we're just rehashing an old idea. That's what Back to the Beach did in the eighties, but mm-hmm. I didn't. I was yeah. a kid, so I didn't realize that they were actually really making fun of that whole genre. That movie is very funny. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Watch it now. I, I'm just Dave. I'm telling you, there's no reason to be bored with TV. Yeah, no, I'm not bored. I've been watching a ton of great. Uh, for whatever reason, I've been on a big history documentary kick. I just watched uh, the entire uh, American Dynasty, the Kennedys. Uh, watched. I know so much about the Kennedys now. Hey, did you know this? Did you know that uh, JFK and uh, Jackie? Uh, lost a child to miscarriage during his presidency. I, I never, I didn't learn that in school. That's crazy. I don't know. Do you know he got shot in the fucking head during his presidency? Dude, <laughs> I think, dude, 
<laughs> a miscarriage, dude. I, it's that, a bummer. That, <laughs> you know, it is brains fucking spackled on the back of a Lincoln Continental in front of his wife. <laughs> we watched the Subruder film in like second grade. Like, hey, Why? there's one of the most beloved presidents whose head literally explodes <clears throat> on camera. Pow. <laughs> What? I think that has something to context? do with uh, just, I don't know, just, just watching history stuff. But I remember being like in second grade and I was like, oh, shit, that's not a movie. That's a home video <clears throat> of our president's head exploding. How sad is it that Larry Bud Melman's head getting uh, shot to bits on TV is a punchline, but Kennedy gets all of tragedy fame. Who, who? Not Larry Bud. I, I not Larry name. Bud Melman. Uh, oh man, Bud I really, Dreyer. I really confused two dudes. <laughs> if Larry Bud Melman like, blew his own brains out on TV, <laughs> oh, oh no. Who is Larry Bud Melman? I've heard he that name. He was like but a Letterman sidekick. He was his okay. silly face. <laughs> oh yeah, Bud Dwyer. Oh, the Bud is it Bud Dwyer? Yeah, Bud oh, Dwyer was, was the guy that. Uh, Get himself mm-hmm. in on the TV there. But yeah, I'm seven years old just watching a beloved historical figure's head explode. Hey, I would question hey, the context history. of that being shown to a group of second graders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, it was uh, pretty pretty alarming. Did they have? Did they show the uh, Challenger explosion? Yeah. No, uh, we were off school that day. For some reason... That was like a teacher work day or maybe MLK day. It was something, oh, like some holiday or for whatever reason. Yeah, for whatever reason, we weren't in school that day. But I remember that was big news like the week leading up to it. And it was like, hey, it was a Monday. I, I might be wrong, but somebody can look that up. I feel like it was a Monday. And we watched, me and my brother watched that at home live on TV. And oh, shit, that can't be good. I can't remember yeah, if I if I if I was in school when that was happening, uh, I don't remember. What do we got? We got some stuff, some boogie monster stuff today, Dave. Ah, uh, we'll get to that later. We're almost done. <laughs> I did want to. You, you want? Is there any of the current we'll, events? <laughs> dude, did you hear about this? Uh, I, I I think this is going to be okay. But Sturgill Simpson tested positive for coronavirus. Did you hear about that? Uh, yeah, I did see that. <clears throat> That's a bummer. I think the 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 story is he uh, he got it like about a month ago. <clears throat> I was thinking about when when I read this story, I thought to myself, like, how lucky am I that I wasn't on tour in late February, early March? And but then I thought about you. I'm like, you're, ma- you're always on tour, but it doesn't matter though. Like anywhere you were, it was. I mean, well, I know. I'm just saying. The 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 probability of you know imagine I mean well they're saying the wave the next the Europe. next the next wave like it'll come like now it's all the people that who didn't know they had it like not, mm-hmm. asymptomatic people who are like I'm fine I'm fucking going out and now yeah. all the people that were around those people are gonna get hit with it yeah so that's why they're saying yeah I think what happened dangerous. to him. Late February, early March, he was uh, he was just the beginning of his big um, arena tour. By the way, him and Tyler Childers were embarking on like a like a basketball arena tour, like ten, twelve thousand. Just seats. just basketball. Uh, how? 
just basketball. Uh, <laughs> but like, how crazy is that? Like bigger than theaters, like as comics, some inside baseball here, but like as comics, like one of the, one of the landmarks that you want to shoot for is like, holy shit. So, and so is playing theaters now. And you're, you're kind of right there at that level. You're starting to play some. Theaters, I get that's one a huge achievement. here there. That's still, that's a huge achievement, buddy. And, uh, so like, uh, theaters is like kind of the gold standard, but then, you know, there's some people that go on to play like arenas, and and that's where he's at in the music world. Uh, but yeah, he was he just started his arena tour, and uh, he was over in Europe for a while. Then he came up and did like. But also, East it's Coast an artist thing. that has yeah. like like we look at with integrity, not like some manufactured yeah. group that's like, well, we'll just get him videos, yeah. buy them radio play or wherever, and then put them in arenas. It's like, no, this guy made his bones exactly. on his own, so to get there on your own it means yeah. more. And especially the genre of music he's playing, like arguably true, yeah, the most successful, like whatever you want to call it, alt country, Americana, outlaw country. There's never been an artist in that genre to achieve that level of success. That's true, that, yeah, for in that front of that big of music. big of numbers. But yeah, so he was doing his tour, and then it got canceled right around you know the beginning of all this when everything was shutting down, sports were shutting down, and everything was canceling. Um, but he he uh, apparently got to feeling really bad he had high blood pressure he's feeling faint he went to the hospital um and then i i, I guess the i guess he he had trouble getting tested he was talking there's some interview he did in rolling stone magazine about mm-hmm. it uh but he was just talking about how he, was, he he felt like shit he went to the hospital and they were just trying to convince him like oh you don't have coronavirus and he's like well can you at least test me because i feel like shit and then like a month later the test came back and like recently and it said oh yeah you tested positive but in the time in between he's felt fine like he's had no symptoms like in the last month he's felt fine or whatever but so hopefully that's a case and i i still don't know i'm not clear on how this thing works but apparently that's an example of someone who got coronavirus and beat it like you know was sick for a while then you know felt better and now, like, by the time he got the word that, hey, you tested positive, he's he's felt fine for like a month. So hopefully, hopefully he'll be fine. Yeah, I, I've, I kind of checked out on reading too much about that stuff. Like, I'm going to be, I, I like, yeah. oh, here's the precautions you need to take. I'll do that. But, mm-hmm. man, I don't, I, Are yeah. you wearing a mask in public? You we went a mask out in public sa- now? Saturday we went out. And we were, um, we, we, like, we went for a little, like, walk and jog around the neighborhood, and we had masks on. Like, like I, I, the jogging side, like, if we saw somebody, we put the mask on. But if it was just Rachel and I putzing around, I wasn't, like, I would pull it off because it was very hot. But, yeah, we yeah. were wearing it because they, you know, they say, like, all these particles can live in the air. I don't mm-hmm. Well, L.A. just passed a thing. What'd they pass? L.A. County, you you have to wear a mask. uh, Like, I think you can get cited if you're in public and not wearing a mask. Yeah. And businesses, if you go to the pharmacy or the grocery store and you're not wearing a mask, they have the right to tell you to get the hell out of there, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I I mean, I can, I like you know, the conspiratorial part, like I can understand the people freaking out. What was, shit, I I read one today that was a, a good uh, oh this the one I read today like all the, all the memes going around like giving you like a like a picture of uh, like 
nine choices of like bands or foods. Like you can only pick three. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that yeah. stuff? And somebody's like, is, yeah, is oh, this yeah. just getting us ready? To, for the election when we have to choose between Biden or Trump. Like, sorry, Ugh. you only get to pick two shitty things. You only get one out of these two shitty options. <clears throat> and uh, Yeah, that's not. We know, we know we don't know what we're talking about, except we can have our opinions. You know, like an average American. Mm-hmm. I, know week, f- uh, I know 5% uh, of the issues, but I, I still have an opinion about them. Bernie terminated his campaign the same night that John Prine died, so that was a rough day last <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, people were uh, bummed out about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people had to let the world the, know they were John Prine fans after the fact. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that, though. I think people are too hard on folks. Whenever a celebrity or, or an artist dies, like, oh, all of a sudden, so what? So what? Like, I. Uh, I'm a John Prine fan. I didn't listen to him every day. Nah. He wasn't in my top five rotation, but I get, you know why not celebrate an artist when they pass? I get a little a little annoyed at the grief claiming sometimes, where it's like people that have to announce that they're affected by something as well. Like, uh, yeah. you know, that's not grief to me. Grief is like fuck off. I'm going to process this. Not like look at me. I am also yeah. sad. Acknowledge. Me with likes or retweets because I too am grieving. Yeah. That being said, if I this get thing that. gets Dave, if this thing gets David se. Lee Roth, this thing takes down <laughs> Diamond Dave, and people come <laughs> out. A, of the, people start question. coming out of the woodwork like they weren't making fun of Diamond Dave. Like, oh, it's actually sad. I'll cut your fucking throat. I'll send you. I'll send you to heaven with him. You start coming out. Is he? Is David Lee Roth number one on your list of celebrities that? <laughs> that you would be most traumatized by if they passed recently? Okay, listen, as far as entities, as far Mm -hmm. as individuals whose personalities and existence surpass the human apart, Mm -hmm. like David Lee Roth has not had to be a part of this realm for a long time. Mm -hmm. And not in terms of uh, some sort of just checked out dipshit reality star that has handlers that are like, you make us mil- you make us money. So let's just keep you a fucking moron until whatever happens. Yeah. <clears throat> David Lee Roth is a fantastic frontman for rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And in yep. his heyday had a voice and a showmanship like no other. You know, he, he's like he's like even, Little Richard to me. He's just yeah. He's not a he's not I, a guy. Mm-hmm. Like Little Richard's not a guy. I, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a he's an entity. He's a glowing orb of talent and joy for music. That's what he is. I I'll I'll admit I wouldn't call myself a Van Halen fan. I respect what they did for rock and roll. Um, I don't dislike them. I wouldn't call myself a huge fan, but when you took me to see Van Halen at the, uh, was it, where were we at? The Hollywood Bowl. Dude, David Lee Roth killed it. He crushed it that night. So entertaining. Time it. At, at whatever his current age is. So I, I was, when I was sitting there watching him in whenever that was, 2015, 2016, yeah, like 15 I was like, how bad, and I was so impressed I was thinking, like, how badass would, was this show in 1983? 
And then, and I think it was Emily, Emily Maya Mills made the joke about, he's like, and then he would just go in behind the drums and change outfits like a gray, like, like, like an ant at gray gardens would just come out with different outfits. (laughs) 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 They they were, they were, they were in better seats than we were. So she got up close for it. But yeah. Like I and also I don't I, I'm sick of thinking like why do you have to know everything to like when people are like I'm a fan but then they have facts that you don't know so then they win biggest fan award in their own award ceremony yeah. like who yeah. the fuck well if you're a fan you're like this you could like one song by somebody and be a fan of them ah, what are you gonna gatekeep yeah. gatekeep appreciation for what somebody else does it's not a competition. Now, if you want to hate somebody for one single thing, I'll call you out. No, you want to use the word hate? I want you to have some consummate knowledge of why you hate. Like, I wish people dead a lot, and I have a good catalog for those, (laughs) a good catalog of reasons why. Get a spreadsheet. But a fan? No, that's a great point. That's a good point. A fan? Why do you have to know all this stuff? You're just a fucking dork. You're not a fan. Like, you're a fan, but you're also a dork. I'm a fan, but I'm a cool dude who likes the hits and knows how to Mm -hmm. take it easy, man. (laughs) (laughs) Jingle, jingle, jingle. Ice at the bottom of my cup. Still ice. Oh, man. Oh boy, should we lay it? Should we land this puppy, buddy? I want. Do we? I, We're I, this hour. isn't even the boogie monster anymore. Just me and you, being buddies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> being friends, <laughs> being buddies. Go find you a buddy and be a buddy. No, um, I, I had some stuff, some boogie stuff I wanted to talk about, but we'll save that for next week just because, and I we've mentioned this before, but it just feels like such a weird time to just talk for but an hour But that's why I want to, that's why we should, because now everybody's in settled mm-hmm. into this. Yeah. Like, there's nothing new about, like, okay. what'd you do? I fucking beat off nine times and <laughs> drank pancake mix. Like, that's not entertaining. Like, people want the distraction. <laughs> people yeah, want right, something else. Good point. <laughs> all right. Well, 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 I've been saying this for weeks, but we <laughs> will eventually get back to that. And uh, I had some stuff locked and loaded uh, that we could talk yeah. about this week. But uh, I'll hang on to it for next week. But uh, yeah. some interesting... Uh, just some small stories floating around in the in the Boogie Monster universe, um, but yeah, we'll save that for next week. But buddy, good uh, good checking uh, in with well, you. Well, hold man. on, I got some dates to plug. All right, listen, to- you got dates? Yeah, Wednesday the fifteenth, uh, tomorrow the fifteenth. I'm gonna be in the kitchen. Uh huh. We got. Uh, <laughs> I think we got. I was like, wondering where you we got like a, we got a chickpea burrito bowl thing from HelloFresh. We're gonna be making, so that's going down uh, the night of the fifteenth. <laughs> Sixteenth, uh, I'm probably gonna do a, a Korean face mask. That's Thursday What's the sixteenth. Just something to open up the pores, you know. Okay. No, that's no, not a uh, a method of execution. No, no, no. Korean face like a Brazilian. Okay. Next time, I'm gonna give you the Korean face. Mask. <laughs> You're gonna look beautiful in your casket. That's what I'm doing. The sixteenth, probably a nice face mask. Seventeenth, mm-hmm. Friday night. Look out. Nothing going. I keep Friday. Well, I got you know. I got other. I do other entertainments on Fridays. Anyway, that joke ran its course. All right. <laughs> hey, you, you got me though. I hey, did like, you do it? What did you do? Anything for Easter yesterday? 
Uh, I ate the Gus's famous fried chicken takeout that my wonderful fiance ordered for me as a surprise. Oh, nice. She got me Gus's, dude. That is. We got, we got a Gus's in Long Beach. Oh, we got a Gus's and I'm three blocks away from a Roscoe's chicken and waffles. And uh, I'm fucking fatter than ever. I like I like I like Roscoe's as the flagship, or at least the first time I heard of chicken and waffles being a dish you could base a restaurant around. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, if I knew there's a Gus nearby and a Roscoe's, oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. going to Gus's. Gus's is, Gus's is no offense. Roscoe's Roscoe's is late is, night. It's good to have Roscoe's is, yeah, is late night in Hollywood. Emergency. And it's mm-hmm. always kind of rowdy, so it's kind of fun. So it's a fun, like, late-night meal in Hollywood if you want to go to it. Mm-hmm. But for quality, yep. oh, man, God, oh, you got a Gus's. Gus's. And the quality hasn't slipped, Dude. given how many franchises there no. are now. No, not at all. Got oh. three-piece dark. Got the coleslaw and mac and cheese. Oh, my God. So oh, good. Man, I'm still, I still haven't broke, so but God damn. My mom was real excited. She's like, God, I've got $45 ham for 10 bucks." <laughs> guys no gus is yeah, I'll, I'll go on record i've done this before but just to make make it crystal clear gus's famous fried chicken the best fried chicken i have ever had in my life number one gus's you're not what, where are you chicken. putting roscoe's in this or no, i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry uh howland rays howland that's a different animal you're talking nashville hot chicken that's, that's, a, that's its own category, but straight up fried chicken, straight up fried chicken, gotcha, straight gotcha. up fried. And oh, granted, cool. Gus's is spicy. It's it's a spicy they do a hot they chicken. do a hot chicken. Yeah, but it's not. It, it's it's, it's still under yeah. the it's still under the umbrella of classic fried chicken. Nashville hot chicken is a different animal altogether, and Howland Rays mm-hmm. is is the the front runner in that category. Did they ever put uh, the recipe out? Classic fried chicken. I'm not sure. Hal and Ray's, I'm not sure what they're doing with that. What? But, uh, I, got, oh. I got a question for yeah. you, Dave. What, mm-hmm. like, like, let's say Hal and Ray's puts that recipe out. What mm-hmm. can I do in my dumb, impotent veggie world and my, <laughs> in my meat cuck life? Uh-huh. What can I, what can I, what can I do? How can I? How can I chicken fry? Like you can chicken fry chicken, and you and, and then okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. It's already chicken. Mm-hmm. It's chicken fried mm-hmm. chicken. That sounds mm-hmm. dumb. But then somebody's like, "This is chicken fried steak," <laughs> and I was like, "What kind of uh-huh. rules did you make up just to break to create mm-hmm. something called chicken fried steak?" Because if you could chicken fry a steak, in my head, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit on what you can chicken fry. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, buddy. Can I buddy, challenge you? Can I challenge out? you for a recipe for next yeah. week? Oh yeah, chicken Absolutely. fried veggies. Listen, listen. The chicken—that's that's the thing, right? That's the, that's the component we're working with. But the real star of the show—it's the breading and the seasoning and the sauce and mm-hmm. the Nashville hot. We could Nashville hot a fucking old boot if you want, and it'll be delicious. So this is give me one of your frou-frou bullshit tofu patties and we'll Nashville hot. We'll howl and raise the shit out of that thing. This and you'll is, be in heaven. This is the world I want to know about. 
Because mm-hmm. what? Because like if we'll you if, if you break down food, the fucking the vehicle is the same more or less all the time. It's mm-hmm. the accessories and the design on the outside of the vehicle that makes it a meal. Yeah, like a chicken part, a yeah. chicken breast is just gonna be a chicken breast. If you you could bake it. Like I'm saying, you put nothing, mm-hmm. you put no ingredient on it. Mm-hmm. Bake it, boil it, no flavor. Even in a pan with oil or butter, that's already some flavor. Yeah. And that's not going to be good. A baked, think of a baked, just a plain baked chicken breast. With no seasoning, no. Nothing. Yeah. Gross. Especially the breast. And that's how I that's how I've been looking at vegetables. If all the stuff that you do to meat, you can in one way or another do to other food, maybe mm-hmm. I don't need to eat the meat so much. Now, there's exceptions. There's exceptions to that rule. Nothing mm-hmm. in the veggie world has replaced bacon or any pork product. I have not I have I've not found a substitute. Well, of course, pork's number 1. Pork's number one, currently number one on my meat power rankings. What? I, and will it ever be defeated? Like, what do you have to do to a sometimes, ham? Sometimes chicken hops into the number one spot. But you got to do stuff to um, chicken. Yeah. Exactly. What do you got to do to pork? Pork. Pork, you just fucking <laughs> throw it on the ground and then put it in your mouth and you're good to go. What's, what's a ham? What's pork. a ham? Ham? What do you mean? What's a ham? Like what? Ham it, like a, a bone and ham? Is there anything done to it? Of pork? Do they do anything to well, it? I mean, or is that smoked, just chopped right it's off? It's smoked and cured. It's smoked and cured. You know, oh, you rub okay, it with salt okay. and you hang it in a. Yeah, you know, I, I, I will go off on that whole process. But, but as yeah. as I've said yeah. in the past, ha- pig tastes so good. Like that. That was the first animal somebody must have eaten. You think? Oh, that's a great. I think great I think somebody ate a pig first and was like, "Wait a minute." This was gross to do the first time. <laughs> like this was real that is gnarly. A no, amazing question. Well, I, I, like what What's was the, the first, first animal that got get, that got eaten? Yeah, the first time we're like, hey, you know how these we just kind of cavort with these things or battle them? What if we ate them? Like if the first thing you ate, like a a a pig. Or like a, a chicken. Even looks good. It's a chicken, fat, and I'm not trying to do the, the ground, bit that that poorly. is the, that is featured on Loose in Chicago, by the way. But uh, but like a chicken, you would have to like <laughs> uh, like pluck it. Uh huh. Like what? Like think about the chick. Like you have to eat through the feathers. For mm-hmm. like you don't know how to eat it for yeah. the first time. But a pig, if you just a pig cook the pig, that's why. That's one of the only thing. Like you still just like. A pig roast is like it's dead. The whole thing. Let's eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else? I mean, maybe chicken, but still, you do the head. You cut off the pig. Whole thing. Mm. We killed this pig. What do you want to do? I want to eat it. Which part? All of it. The nose. All of it. The ears. The feet. Sure. Give me its butthole. Give me its. I got a pig's ankle floating in my bucket of chili right now. 
part of me, part of me went like, and then you're gonna be like, "Get off my stove, pig!" Like he's just you, know, a you have a pet ham hock. You have a pet pig who's walking through your super. kitchen, very disrespectfully. <laughs> <laughs> Get out my damn chili, pig! God damn it, Wilbur! Ham hock floating in my chili. <laughs> Oh, I love I love pigs so. That's much. what I mean. I think that was the first animal eaten, and then they were like, "Well, if this one tastes this good. We gotta eat. We gotta try all these other things." <laughs> that, oh God! Sp- speaking of food, let me let me throw out this uh, this. Uh, I'm I'm fucking buzzed. I, uh, <laughs> it is six p.m. on a Monday. Biff. Biff, beef, uh, short rib ragu. I don't know what ragu means. It's uh, a gravy. It's like Italian gravy. I know. I'm saying what I'm about to get. I'm calling it beef short rib ragu. You just just gave this recipe in the middle of the episode, Dave. Remember how you? I didn't know. I gave you. I gave you the beef short rib entree recipe. This is my beef short rib ragu or marinara. All right, here we go. Get them. Get you a couple beef short ribs. All right. Throw a little. Throw a little uh, salt and pepper on them bastards. Throw a, a cast iron skillet or a Dutch oven. Throw a little oil in there. You could do olive oil. You could do canola. You could do vegetable. Whatever. Sear them bitches off. Couple minutes on each side. Get them nice and brown on all sides. Set them aside. All right. Then make the marinara. Quarter cup of uh, olive oil. All right. About a, a half a cup to a cup of cheap red wine. Six garlic cloves minced up. Uh, Get you about a medium or large yellow onion. Dice that shit up. Get you four tablespoons of tomato paste. About six cups of uh, tomato puree. You want to you want to make that puree out of a nice uh, canned canned tomatoes. What's what's, uh, I forgot the name of them, but there's a couple of Rotel. You doing Rotel? No, not Rotel. Uh, San Marjana, so I forget, but a couple of like something that looks really <laughs> Italian, something real authentico. <laughs> yeah, get you some canned tomatoes, puree that shit up in a blender. Uh, two, two or three tablespoons of sugar. Get you two fresh bay leaves. Simmer that shit all together. Just get that shit going. Get all that garlic and that, that bay leaf. Maybe you could throw a little basil in there. Simmer simmer all that shit in there, and then you throw those. Can I ask uh, about bay leaves? Sear. What do bay leaves do other yeah. than ruin a bite of food? <laughs> That's so funny because I've had a lot of people uh, ask me that on the uh, Dave's Kitchen. They really uh, just—they're just there to be like. Uh, it's like you know. It's like a. It's like a shitty Jelly Belly flavor. Yeah. Well, no, it's like, oh, it this, this dish is great. It. I wonder what. Oh, is this uh, just uh, the wing of a cockroach? Oh, no, it's a bay leaf. It's very vital to the recipe. You're only saying that because you have to remove it. Uh, and I get that. I get that's that it's your job as the chef. Why the fuck am I getting that it. back end? Well, because you can't, for some reason, you can't just eat a bay leaf. That's no good for you. That you know what you could do, though, is take the bay leaf out before you serve it. <clears throat> oh well, no! I do why that. am I, I why do am that. I doing work? Well, that's whoever's serving you that dish. That's the, that's on them. Listen, you that's, you, that's you come at me with peel and eat shrimp. I'm out the door. No dice. <laughs> You're not seeing any of my money in this dump. Peel and eat. No. How about of- and eat? I just do the and eat. You peel. <laughs> Olive oil, peel, red we, wine, uh, peel and eat, and then wash onion. the dishes when you're done. Like a sucker. Tomato, 
tomato paste, <laughs> tomato puree, little sugar, little bay leaf. Simmer that shit. Throw those uh, throw those short ribs back. Why in can't there. you chop Let up a bay leaf so it's edible? Hours. I don't. I don't know. I don't have those answers, Kyle. I don't know. But a lot of people are pissed off at bay leaves, and I get it. But just think of it as it's another ingredient. It's an ingredient. It's a spice. It's a thing you need. But then it's in that category of like, hey, you got to take me out before you eat this dish. So I get that you're annoyed. It's not a ham bone. It's a leaf. (laughs) Also, like, oh, if I can't eat it, if it's poisonous, if it's going to harm me, why is it in the dish in the first place? I get that. No shit. I don't. I don't understand, but it adds. It's poisonous? Uh, Bay leaves are poisonous? I'm not saying it's poisonous. There's a reason they want you to not eat it. Dave said bay leaves are poisonous. Well, yeah. I mean, every dish that involves bay leaf, they say, hey, take it out before you serve this dish. So I'm I'm assuming that there's something wrong with it. But there you go. There's your goddamn (laughs) short rib ragu, Kyle. (laughs) Olive oil, red wine. Uh, minced garlic, diced onion, tomato paste, tomato puree, sugar, bay leaves, short ribs. <clears throat> Stick it in your ear. It's delicious. There you go. And then you know, serve it over whatever pasta you want. I love it. Kyle, love here's a question. Okay. What's your favorite pasta? Would you, if I make if I if I sent you if I brought over a nice Tupperware okay. of uh, dates, I've got uh, I've got opinions sauce, about what, this. What kind of pasta? I've got strong there you opinions go. Give about it to me. this. Now, if you're, if, if you're going to give me, like, a soupy sauce, like a marinara anyway, and I'm going to have bread, uh-huh. and I'm going to have a bread with it. Yeah. I don't mind a little, a, a little spaghetti, maybe some angel hair. Angel hair. That's mine. That's my favorite. I like But if you're hair. giving me a ragu, <clears throat> something with chunks. Uh-huh. And as a, as a vegetarian, when they do it with big old pieces of mushroom and olive in it uh very good too very savory mm-hmm. salty kind of vinegary in there with the sauce mm. <clears throat> i'm i'm gonna ask for a mustacholi uh-huh i'm gonna ask for a rigatoni is rigatoni that's a screw that's uh-huh. a screw the screws right drill bits uh-huh yeah i think yeah uh-huh. reason being is that that's gonna catch the sauce rigatoni more than mustacholi because the rigatoni is going to catch the sauce in the corkscrews and get it in your mouth. I like the corkscrews, yeah. Spaghetti. What's your old joke about <clears throat> slapping oh, pasta into a uh, into a? Uh, <laughs> oh, it was off the old one. Yeah, just about a backpack full of pasta. That's what a, but that's what, what, that's what, that's what like a liberal arts degree joke? is like having. It's like having a parachute. Boom, rigatoni. Pasta. Is it rigatoni? I said rigatoni. I did say rigatoni. Rigatoni. This, uh, if you're a yeah. comedian listening to it, specificity. Uh-huh. You can take a Absolutely. mediocre joke. And turn it great just by giving a detail. <laughs> go for a detail. This, I'm not. Go for a detail that maybe only that maybe only seventy percent of the audience will get. Do you want a hundred percent of the audience to go? That's funny. Or do you want sixty percent mm-hmm. of the audience to go? That's really funny. And then lose forty percent. Forty percent are going to laugh along, like, "Oh shit!" I assume that must be a type of pasta because he said it earlier. But it wasn't the yep. first or second choice. It was the fourth or fifth choice. That's where you win in comedy. Specificity. Mm-hmm. Go with weird mm-hmm. details. Get loose. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But I say that because rigatoni that's in there. It's a 10-year-old reference to rigatoni, but because it's a very good mm-hmm. delivery system if, you, if you're getting a chunkier sauce. 
Mm-hmm. If you're having an Alfredo, there's no reason to not have fettuccine. Slippery ribbons yeah. with your creamy sauce. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, slippery ribbons is funny. God damn, I love Italian food. I love pa- I love pasta dishes. I love basic <clears throat> bullshit jar of pasta sauce and and boiling noodles. I oh my with Parmesan cheese. Oh, dude. Even pre ground Parmesan cheese on the. We talked about this. If it's on the table at a restaurant, I'm putting that in everything you're serving me. Pecorino Romano. I got some some nice Pecorino the other day. Oh, like a piece of cheese. Like a fucking wedge of Pecorino. You shave it yourself yourself on top. You shave, yeah. You shave that shit on top. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We've talked about this in the past, and I'll put it to you again. Uh, but breakfast lasagna, Dave. Oh, right, 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 right. I used to serve it. They used to serve what's, it at a place called Pat's Diner over in Burbank, which is no longer. What's in the breakfast lasagna? It was just you were just doing. It was like it was yeah. It was basically like a frittata with noodles adding floors to okay. it. Okay. And they were doing. They did some kind of sauce. I don't know if they kind of did like a a cr- like a creamier cheese or like a hollandaise maybe i don't remember okay i do a chili lasagna that's that'll knock your dick in the dirt i sh- i uh, shaved a hot dog uh <laughs> onto a grilled cheese last week <laughs> you shaved like you grated a hot dog i got oh okay <laughs> well yeah, I got. That is so canane. I was. That's very well, canane. All right, but here, here out my, here out my thought process. <laughs> Hear me out, Dave. Like the execution, oh. poor, but the thinking, innovative. All right. Yes, agreed. I was. Listen, to, listen to me. <laughs> First off, Andrew Orvidal said he found some spam in his cabinet, and he had a mandolin slicer, uh-huh. so he sliced it mandolin style and then air fried it. Nice. And put it on a okay. breakfast sandwich. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll, what if I do I'm, that? I'm all about that. Okay. I thought, what if I make, I'm going to make like a patty melt. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to take, uh, if I like mandolin slice a tofu dog long ways, carefully, very delicately, and get thin slices of hot dog for the patty melt. But then I didn't have a mandolin slicer, but I had a cheese grater. So I grated a hot dog, and then I put it in a pan, the gratings, the shavings, the hot dog shavings, uh-huh. with mushroom and onion, thinking, like, I would crisp uh-huh. it up. I would crisp up the shavings. I but, like it. But I used too much butter. Mm. So I just had real buttery, uh, just a hot dog clippings. And <laughs> mushrooms and onions <laughs> that I put onto a grilled cheese, and I oh, had I, it, it, it tasted pretty good. Not going to say great. Not going to say good. that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. why wouldn't a grilled cheese with a hot dog and mushrooms and onions on it taste good anyway? If you're yeah, high as shit, I, I got let no me problem. add that. High I got no shit. problem with that. Yeah. Well, we we deduce that. Yeah, real, uh, yeah, real, uh, real slippery dumps the next day. But 
<laughs> really, really lubed the shoot uh, with all that butter. But other than that, sounds like a I, no effects album. Yeah, <laughs> those guys. Oh man, <laughs> this band's good. What are we singing about? Uh, Poo and pee. All right. Uh, but that was. Uh, I, I. I'm. I'm trying stuff, man. Good I'm, for you. I'm getting in the kitchen, Dave. I'm proud of you. Laugh I'm at my laugh at my foibles, but I am experimenting. Mm. That's right, man. Just got you got to get in there. You got to play the game. I got to learn about temperature, timing, all that kind of stuff. We'll get there. Mm. All uh, hot, salt, fat, acid, heat, hot dog shavings. <laughs> it's my book. Those are the five components to a successful. It's meal. my it's my cookbook. Uh. It's just the cover, and you open it up, and it just says, "You figure it out." That's. Table of Contents, <laughs> Chapter 1. I don't know, man. Uh, give it a shot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh buddy, how's uh, uh, Public Domain with Cal Canane going? Where it's, are we at? Chapter what? Man, I, I, I did last night when I was texting you at 3 a.m. I gave you a you up text at 3 a.m. because <laughs> I was sitting in the garage you drunk. Did. Drunk, feeling like maybe we'll record now. <laughs> I did 8 and 9 last oh. night. Man, so I mean, oh, really? Eight and nine? Yeah, okay. eight, eight, nine. One of these chat. It's all written. Dracula's written from. It's all journal entries. The book. It's okay. written as journal entries from all the participants in the story, and uh, so it's an interesting perspective because you're only getting the viewpoint of each character as things happen. But the one chapter, and it's all just the one guy's wife who's back in the hometown while he's at the castle getting fucked up by Dracula. And it's a fucking drag. I'll tell you that, man. The way Bram Stoker <laughs> thought women talked, it's a shit show. Mm. It is like, the, if, if there was a real woman like this, it would be a nightmare. So I'm blaming old Brammy mm. Stokes on that one. Really, really dragged okay. his ass, dragged his ass around on writing women. Have you thought about what's the uh, next book you're going to read? Have you thought about that? I don't know, Can man. I might do that. I might do the Bible. <laughs> the entire Bible. I don't know about the entire Bible. Maybe just some <laughs> books. Maybe some books. I mean, this the one, this Testament. book, I'm, I'm looking at it right now because I'm in the studio, you know. I'm only, mm-hmm. I'm not even halfway through Dracula yet. So this shit. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to do two chapters a month right now. Or two chapters How a week, a week right that? now. Page-wise, we are pages in uh, that book? quick glance. Uh, where are we at? Around three, three fifteen something. Okay, three hundred fifteen. You know, each and each thing I read is about forty minutes, so it's going to be a while. I'll tell you. Yeah. How's how, how's Stoneberg's doing? Stoneberg's is doing well. We're having a good time. Just two idiots uh, trying to give people advice. We're having fun. Katie's. Uh, <laughs> Katie's a hit. People like Katie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she's a she's a she's just a world class goofball. Like I've always said. And uh, every Monday we just dropped episode five today. So uh, yeah, give us a try. Hell yeah, two lovebirds loving and loving yeah. love. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're having a good time. She's the best. We're uh, we were talking about on the most recent episode, like amongst all this chaos. With uh, the pandemic and whatnot, I we're just we're just doing great. We're having a fun. We're we're just just it, two idiots. Like we we're getting along great. We don't ever fight. Like I, I know I'm I'm jinxing myself, but like we're just uh, we're just two. We don't know better. 
We're yeah, just two pro- idiots that don't know that we shouldn't be more worried about what's going on. <laughs> being being in a, a relationship where you already have some semblance of like conflict resolution, mm-hmm. very important. Get to that mm-hmm. quick. Get if you get in a fight. Yeah, oh yeah. Address like, all right, how should we fix this fight? Instead of just sitting there being mad at each other, let's. No. I like to talk about it right away. We we got we got in a thing. Not even a big thing Saturday. I just didn't know how to tip the booze delivery guy. <laughs> I'm like, did you tip him on the app or do I sign? Can I sign? Do I need a special bacterial free pen? God, we got right to it. We're like, all right, well, no, I didn't know this and you didn't know that. It's all right. We communicate. Everything's fine. Exactly. No, we had a similar thing. We uh, we snapped on each other once uh, last week, um, just for something stupid, just really trivial and stupid. And we both kind of got a tood with each other. And like within sixty seconds, I was like, "Hey, this is dumb. We can't we're, we can't fight with each other right now. Like we got to resolve this immediately." Yeah. And we did, and we moved on about our day, and, and everything was great. Like this is no time to be holding a grudge or trying to prove a point. Like, hey. What, what, but at the same time, like I get how couples might be a little on edge with one another. Fuck yeah, you're, you're just locked down, quarantine twenty four seven. But when those little those little problems come up, you got to squash them immediately. And uh, we've done that, and we're, we're just uh, we're having fun over here. Just two idiots, uh, just cooking short ribs and listening to records and smoking pot and just just enjoying our lives. Letting pigs step so. in your chili. <laughs> oh boy um right. let me throw this out there thank you again patrons uh boogie monster or, or no patreon.com slash boogie monster i was convinced that we would uh the patrons would drop off and i would understand if that were to happen uh like i said last week it continues to grow kyle we keep adding patrons what's wrong with these uh, dumb idiots <laughs> I don't know, uh, but I can't thank you enough, you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Four bucks a month, uh, patreon.com slash boogiemonster. You get the, uh, get the Q&A bonus episode, and then you get something for whatever I feel like doing that month, whether it be Dave's Kitchen video, Dave's Record Room video, Dave's Kitchen Q&A, whatever. But we give you two uh, pieces of content every month, and uh, four bucks a month. Two pieces of content. Thank you guys so much. Two hot pieces got two of pieces content. of content. <laughs> <laughs> but a uh, big shout out to the patrons. We we love you and we appreciate you. And a uh, big shout out to everybody who's bought Dave's uh, Kitchen Survival Guide. I got three volumes of those. Uh, one for ten bucks, two for sixteen, all three for twenty. Uh, but I'll, the the offer still stands. I threw it out there a few weeks ago. If you guys. Uh, if you're in a pinch financially and you're locked down and you need to cook and you don't have a lot of recipes, you don't have a lot of chops, give me a holler. I will gladly send you those for free. And big shout out, Kyle, you're not going to believe this shit, uh, since I threw that offer out there. And, I, and I've given away quite a few for free, and I'm glad to do it. By the way, these are e-cookbooks. They're, they're PDF files. Uh, so it's, it's, there's literally zero overhead on my end other than mm-hmm. the intellectual property. But I've sent out quite a few of those. Kyle, you're not going to believe this shit. I've had people who have already purchased <laughs> the cookbooks send me money and say, "Hey, man, take this fifteen bucks or twenty bucks or thirty bucks or whatever it is, and uh, put that towards the ones that you've given away for free." And I and want to shout shit. out uh, uh, to you, Dave, uh, the guy who used to shit in a bucket using the phrase "intellectual property." <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I've come a long way. I've come a long way. <laughs> oh my god! No, that's awesome. Like, well, I'm glad people are like taking this opportunity to do new things and like pick up activities. Yeah. I'm sitting here playing my electric drums like an idiot every day. Oh, and just, I would love to have that. I am, I am now. very, very grateful that I have insulated so myself cool. with children's whimsies before this went down. <laughs> um, but uh, no, that is awesome, and it's food. It's food. You need food. Why not yeah, change it up? Why something? not take a chance? We got time today. Let's slow cook a thing. Let's take our time with a with a bit. Mm-hmm. Do you have a slow cooker, yeah. Dave? You got a crock pot? Of course, you got a crock pot. Uh, no, I do not have a crock pot. That's uh, that's that's cheating. That's, oh, I thought it was instant pot. You didn't have. All right. Uh, well, both. Of, I I think I technically might have a crock pot somewhere, but I don't. I don't use that shit. Got a Dutch oven. Just fucking put it on simmer and cook that shit all day. I don't need a crock pot anyway. All right. Well, I don't know. Mm. I was going to send you one, but I guess I'll just throw it out there. I guess. But I'll yeah, just throw thanks, it in guys. <laughs> but sincere, uh, sincere thank you for uh, anybody who listens, all our patrons, people who bought the cookbook, people who are watching Kyle's shit. Uh, we, we really appreciate you in this weird time. And uh, people are thanking us for putting out our stupid podcast. We thank you for fucking giving us shit. That's, that's, that's my retort. Thank you for giving us shit about the stupid shit we do. Yeah, so. thank you. And my stuff's out there, so just go, just steal it. I don't care. <laughs> uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Rock and roll. Bless you, dumbasses. network.